Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are still in Job chapter 39, looking at verses 13 through 18 in the New Living Translation, which is the Lord is still challenging Job. Job wanted a response and he is getting one. Let's listen to God's Word. It reads, The ostrich flaps her wings grandly. But they are no match for the feathers of the stork. She lays her eggs on top of the earth, letting them be warmed in the dust. She doesn't worry that a foot might crush them or a wild animal might destroy them. She is harsh toward her young, as if they were not her own. She doesn't care if they die. For God has deprived her of wisdom. He has given her no understanding. But whenever she jumps up to run, she passes the swiftest horse with its rider. Again, Job chapter 39, verses 13 through 18 in the New Living Translation, which titles this chapter, The Lord's Challenge Continues. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Job chapter 39, verses 13 through 18 in the New Living Translation. And in this section, God is asking Job, do you understand the ostrich? The natural historian says, the book of Job contains some of the most descriptive language about the natural world in all of scriptures. In Job chapter 39 alone, we find God describing the natural history of animals, including the mountain goat, deer, donkey, ostrich, horse, hawk, and eagle, in order to illustrate his omniscience and wisdom in creation. The ostrich is a wonderful animal, a very large bird, but it doesn't fly. So it belongs to the family of birds, but it has wings. And the scripture says it's proudly waving its waving wings, but it's flightless. And perhaps Job could explain why a flightless bird has wings or why a winged creature is flightless. And it's something to think about. And of course, the ostrich isn't the only bird that doesn't fly, but it is the largest of its a kind that doesn't fly. And I looked that up. I can't remember how big they grow, but it, I mean, it's worth researching it, you know, reading up on some of this for yourself, doing a little research. Perhaps Job could explain why the flightless bird has wings or why the winged creature is flightless. Uh, is it that it's just a silly bird because God made it so? 
And the comical accounts suggest that amid the profusion of creatures, uh, some were made to be useful to men, but some are just for God's entertainment and for ours. And that's something to think about. Fine feathers make birds proud. And the King James Version calls it a peacock. And the version I read calls it a an os, uh, a stork. So it's comparing the ostrich with a stork. But we know the peacock is an emblem of pride when it struts and shows its feathers. The ostrich too has goodly feathers, yet it is a foolish bird. For wisdom does not always go along with beauty and gaiety. And don't we know that? We've seen people who, you know, are beautiful but foolish. Who would not uh, who would not rather have the voice of the nightingale than the tail of the peacock? The eyes of the eagle and her soaring wing and the natural affection of the stork than the beautiful wings and feathers of the ostrich, which can never rise above the earth and is without natural affection. Most birds, as well as other animals, by instinct provide provision for their, for their young. But the ostrich is a monster in nature, for she drops her eggs anywhere upon the ground and takes no care to hatch them. And something else I read said that another ostrich will drop her eggs in the same nest and kick the other ostrich's <laughs> eggs out. So they really don't care. If the sand and the sun will hatch them, well, that's fine and, and dandy for the ostrich because she will not warm them and she takes no, uh, does not care to preserve them. Ostriches, which were hunted in the ancient Near East for feathers as well as food, laughs at the horses and its rider because they can outrun horses. And then I have to share this spiritual implication that I got from Matthew Henry. As careless as the ostrich is of her eggs, so careless are many people of their own souls. And they uh, leave themselves exposed to Satan and his, and his temptations. And then he said, so are so many parents careless of their children. They may provide a home for them, but they don't share Christ with them. They don't make sure they have a spiritual value. So they're as bad as the ostrich because they're careless with their children's soul. And then thirdly, he says ministers can be careless of their own people and leave them in the earth and forget how busy Satan is sowing tares among the brethren. Let's pray. Father, again, as we go through the book of Job, we thank you, even as we're learning about animals, you know, and uh, uh, looking at them from a perspective that we had never thought of. And like the natural historian says, you're showing Job and you're also showing us your omniscience and your wisdom in creation, not just with the animals, but as in the chapter 38, you spoke about the constellations and the clouds and thunder and things that humans have no control over, but you control. Just as you take care of uh, animals, you take care of us and we thank you, God. We will continue and persist in prayer, Father, 
and we thank you that as we pray, barriers and blockades and boulders hindering your purposes for us are shattered, and we thank you for that. God, again, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, and you know the needs. Even if I started to list them, I'd run out of all of the different needs. And God, there are things we want to just praise you for, and we bless you for. We thank you for. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you that we are in our right minds. God, we thank you for preserving our lives, especially in this this time of uh, viruses that's gone wild and they're rapidly changing and, you know, uh, becoming, they're going from one form to another. We thank you for uh, providing protection. And again, uh, we're praying that you eradicate this virus. We're praying that people will listen and do what they need to to protect not just themselves, but those around them. And we're thanking you in advance, God, and we're blessing you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.